This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week, we come together to discuss topics affecting your financial wellness. We break down complex topics to make them understandable, and we strive to give our listeners the education and the tools to make sound financial decisions that will affect their lifestyle and their retirement. And while we're at it, we'll try to have a little bit of fun, especially poking fun at Tony. That's always good, isn't it, Lori? Uh, yeah. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor representative and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. And rounding out our panel, the guy I'm picking on early this morning is our good friend and our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Ah, not Mr. though. That's my dad. Mr. Shore is my dad. <laughs> Just call me Tony. But yeah, it's great to be here. And good morning, Lori. Good to Good to be here with you as well. Lori, Ooh, I thank what, do you, you. what did you do this weekend? I want to know. Usually you do something. <laughs> well, um, you know, you saw, you're talking about exciting. Our furnace went out and we, uh, we had a, a guy out this weekend. My husband was actually away on a hunting trip. So um, the guy came out to help um, install a new furnace. And so I oh, helped wow. install a new furnace this weekend. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's... Uh, Number one, it's an expense. Hope you had that emergency fund you're always telling our listeners Mm -hmm. to have. Uh, And number two, wow, yeah, it's a good timing to get a new furnace in, right? Yeah. And he offered me a job if I ever got bored with my current one. So So you were helping install. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew that you were. He said I was pretty good at that. He's like, you're a natural. You should do this all the time. I'm like, nope. You're a jack of all trades, Lori, or a jill of all trades. The whole spiders and crawl spaces thing did me Yeah. Well, Wow. Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not good at that stuff. How about you, Rob? What have you been up to? Uh, actually, I just got back from vacation. I was oh, out in uh, Seattle yeah. for a week uh, visiting kids and grandkids. My uh, son Robert got um, remarried, and so he wanted to go off for a few days for a honeymoon with his new bride. And so uh, we watched the uh, the grandkids, and we we promised them when they came back that they would still be alive. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, Seattle's a fun place to visit. That's a nice place to vacation. That's always there's some pretty areas out there, right? Yeah, the scenery out there is very nice. It's it's a terrible place to drive. The traffic out there is just awful. <laughs> well, that's with any any big popular city like that, Chicago, Seattle. Uh, you're gonna run into that, but I I love it out there. I, no, the course, views of the mountains and the scenery oh, and the and the, the rivers and the sound, yeah, the it's sound, gorgeous. The sound yeah. is very cool, and uh, the coffee's great. So, uh, lots of coffee <laughs> places there. Um, you notice I didn't uh, didn't tell you what I did over the weekend. Well, I well, I just figured you did the aerial yoga and it didn't go well. Mm. Well, luckily this went well. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this on air or not, but I had a colonoscopy, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I gotta, that was not fun. Yeah, I got a clean bill of health. We're not going to go into details, but uh, 
Uh, I they, they gave me the full complement cocktail of medications, so I don't remember any of it. So it was uh, pain free, and uh, it all came out uh, okay, so to speak. So so to speak. <laughs> bad jokes. So speaking yeah, of healthcare, what are we talking about today? Well, Tony, it's a great segue because today's show we've called it the Beginner's Guide to Medicare. Yeah, I need that. No kidding. So uh, when it comes uh, to preparing for retirement, there's really no shortage of factors to consider. You know, whether you're gonna be making an income plan, deciding when and how to file for your social security benefit, and minimizing the impact of taxes it may have on your retirement, that's just a few of the issues you're gonna end up uh, addressing. So crafting a retirement strategy that can support your preferred retirement lifestyle is really no easy task. In fact, it's a financial challenge unlike any most people have ever faced. Wow. And Medicare is an important topic for a lot of people, but it can be a complicated one. So where do we start? Well, Tony, you know, the hallmark of a successful retirement plan is, is developing a financial strategy that ensures that your money will last as long as you do. And during this unique period in your life, how you distribute your money can be just as important as how much of it that you have or how adeptly you have actually saved it. And so while it's easy to become entangled in the many different financial issues that your strategy will encompass, it's important that you address your health needs and concerns. And having a comprehensive and affordable health insurance strategy is more than just a critical component of your retirement strategy. It's a crit critical component of your quality of life. Well, and that's a good point, Lori. So Rob, how do we accomplish this? And there are many ways to accomplish this, but for many retirees, Medicare is the most important part of that health strategy. Medicare guarantees health insurance for most people older than 65 with certain disabilities or with certain diseases. And according to a July 2019 Center for Medicare and Medicaid Fast Facts Bulletin, of the 60 million Americans who were Medicare recipients in 2018, more than 51 million of them were 65 or older, which makes Medicare a crucial part of anyone's retirement strategy. And like Social Security, Medicare is a federal social insurance program that you've paid into during your career. And, and like Social Security, getting the most out of what you've put in requires careful planning. It requires research and, and potentially the help of a financial services professional. And for many, for millions of retirees, you know, having an effective Medicare strategy often means that difference between uh, insulating their retirement savings from medical costs or uh, quickly depleting them. And so the importance of understanding your Medicare coverage can't be overstated. It's more than just your financial well-being that's at stake. It is your physical and mental well-being as well. Yeah, it's serious. So maybe it would be helpful if we detailed what Medicare exactly is and how it breaks down. Well, that's a really good idea, Tony. Um, you know, one helpful resource is Medicare.gov and their article on Part A and Part B sign-up periods. So Medicare.gov is the, the official government site for Medicare, and it provides a, a wealth of detailed information. Medicare coverage is divided into four parts. There's part A, B, C, and D, which are then essentially you know, split into two basic categories. So you've, you've got original Medicare, which is Medicare parts A and B, and then you have additional coverage, which is parts C and or D. And so when it comes to selecting the Medicare coverage that's right for you, it's important to understand the differences between these two categories. 
Original Medicare Parts A and B is coverage that's provided directly by the federal government. And these are the Medicare categories that most working Americans are automatically entitled to when they turn 65. And enrollment in Parts A and B is automatic for anyone who is 65 and already receiving Social Security or Railroad Retirement benefits or someone diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, or they're under 65 and receiving disability benefits. For people entitled to Medicare, but who are not eligible for automatic enrollment, they can sign up for original Medicare during an enrollment period. And it may be critical for them to do so as delaying may result in late penalty fees. So what about the amount that comes out of my paycheck each month? Lori, how does that factor into Medicare? Well, that's a really great question, Tony, and I'm sure it's one that has crossed the minds of many of our listeners, too. Um, as with Social Security, a certain portion from each of your paychecks is automatically deducted to pay for Medicare. And when that Medicare tax has been withheld from your pay for at least 40 calendar quarters, you're likely eligible for Part A coverage with no premium. And then although you know Part B typically has a monthly premium, its monthly premium is determined by your income level. So, in a way, those paycheck deductions are basically a prepayment of premium for Part A, then. Uh, Tony, that's one way to think of it. On the other hand, Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage programs, and Part D, which is Medicare prescription drug coverage, they are separate from original Medicare, and they provide additional or supplemental coverage that's offered via Medicare-approved private insurance companies. To enroll in Part C or D, you have to decide which policy's coverage and monthly premium is right for you, and then purchase the policy from that carrier during an enrollment period. We do have to take a quick break. Do you have anything you want to add before we do? Well, Tony, having a clear understanding of Medicare is an important part of your financial process and the road to your retirement dreams. The good news is you don't have to do this journey alone, and it's never too early nor too late to start. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990. Schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation to discuss your financial situation and learn how Medicare fits in for you. We encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website at outlookfc.com and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take the opportunity to review today's shows and another other broadcast by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. The goal we ultimately have for all of our clients remains the same. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right, that's great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to dive into each part of Medicare in more detail in our next segment right here on Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Outlook Financial Center by visiting outlookfc.com or calling us at 937-552-9990. 
Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And today, the guys and I have been looking at the Beginner's Guide to Medicare. Uh, in the first segment, we defined the, the parts of Medicare, those four parts, A, B, C, and D. And in this segment, we're going to continue to look at Medicare.gov and go into some detail about each part of Medicare. All right, that sounds great. So let's start with Part A, obviously, right? Absolutely, and I do love the creative way the the government named the programs A, B, C, and D. Yeah, it you sounds got, like an got, episode of Sesame Street. It really does. So Part A is the hospital insurance that covers the cost of medical facilities and offers coverage for medically necessary inpatient care at hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospices, and limited home health services. Most people don't pay a premium for Part A because they've already paid enough into the Medicare payroll system through the payroll taxes. But that doesn't mean the coverage provided by Part A is entirely without cost. So for example, a hospital stay in 2019, you're gonna pay $1,346 deductible per benefit period. You're gonna pay $0 for the first 60 days of each benefit period and $341 per day for days 61 through 90 of each benefit period. However, for any hospital stay lasting more than 90 days, Medicare will only pay for a portion of those additional days if you use one of your 60, quote unquote, lifetime reserve days at a cost to you of $682 per day. Ouch. Yeah, exactly. And if a hospital stay extends beyond the 90 days in a benefit period and beyond your lifetime reserve days, you're gonna be responsible for all the costs. Everybody got that? Simple, right? Mm -hmm. So sure. how does Medicare define a benefit period then? Well, you know, that's a really common question. And let's just break it down for you. You know, a benefit period is the way that original Medicare program measures your, your use of inpatient hospital and skilled nursing facility services. It begins the day that you enter a hospital or a skilled nursing facility, and it ends when you have, when you have not received inpatient hospital or Medicare covered skilled care in a skilled nursing facility for 60 days in a row. So the benefit period is, is not tied to the calendar year. If you go into the hospital or skilled nursing facility after one benefit period has ended, which is more than 60 days after you left, a new benefit period begins. And so there, there's no limit to the number of benefit periods that you can have or, or how long a benefit period can be. And those benefit periods also affect how much you, you may pay for your inpatient hospital or skilled nursing facility stay. And you must meet your Part A deductible at the beginning of each benefit period as well as pay a daily coinsurance depending on how many days that you stay in the hospital or skilled nursing facility during that one benefit period. Are you confused yet? <laughs> uh, getting there. Uh, getting there. So uh, what if you decide to stay in a skilled nursing facility instead of a hospital? What happens then? That's a good question, Tony. Let's first define what a skilled nursing facility is. According to Medicare.gov and their skilled nursing facility care breakdown, skilled care would be nursing or therapy care that can only be performed safely and effectively by professionals or technicians. These individuals may also supervise the care. Medicare would cover services in this category like physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech language pathology services, ambulance transportation, or even dietary counseling. For a skilled nursing facility stay in 2019, you're gonna pay zero for the first 20 days of each benefit period, 
$170.50 per day for days 21 through 100 of each benefit period, and all costs for any day of care beyond day 100 of the benefit period. Don't you just love the rules? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know about loving the rules. Uh, part A in and of itself is a lot to digest, and I, I think that's why it's so important for us to go through each part and to remind our listeners that this episode is available on the website if they miss something or want to go back and listen. I know I'm mm-hmm. going to have to revisit this uh, to keep it all straight. So what about Part B? Well, Part B is medical insurance that covers the costs of, of two types of services, medically necessary and preventative Medically necessary services consist of services or supplies that are required to diagnose or treat a medical condition and that meet certain medical care practice standards. And preventative services include healthcare services to avert illness or assist in early detection. These services would include clinical research, uh, ambulance services, durable medical equipment, uh, mental health care, outpatient and inpatient care, uh, second opinion before surgery, and, and a small selection of outpatient medications, actually. Oh, okay. So, obviously, that's important. Does everybody pay the same for Part B? They do not. Uh, the cost of Part B varies according to your income level. So although for, for people who first enrolled in Part B in 2019, many of them are going to pay the standard monthly premium amount of $135.50 and, um, and have a $185 yearly deductible with that. But individuals who have an annual income greater than $85,000 and couples who have a joint annual income greater than $170,000 will have an extra charge added to their premium due to their higher income level. Mm. Uh, That makes sense. You know, we can get lost in the weeds, but okay, so now part C. I understand C is for cookie. Cookie? Yeah, C is for cookie. We all know that. Cookie. Well, you mentioned Sesame Street earlier, so it just popped into my head. All right. Yep. And I like like cookie better than trying to describe part C, but let me go through part (laughs) C for the clients. All right. Part C is Medicare Advantage plans, and you've probably seen a lot of those advertised on television. Yeah. These are policies offered by Medicare-approved private insurance carriers to provide you with the same benefits as Part A and Part B, and many plans offer extra benefits by providing prescription drug coverage and or coverage for additional services like vision, hearing, dental, and or health and wellness programs. If you select a Medicare Advantage plan, you'll still be enrolled in Medicare but your medical coverage will be administered by your plan, not by original Medicare. In other words, Medicare will pay your Medicare Advantage plans, insurance carrier set amount for your care each month, instead of paying your healthcare provider directly as it is if you had original Medicare. So while the coverage and cost of Medicare Advantage plans vary, they will all provide the same baseline coverage, the benefits that you would get from Medicare parts A and part B, and either you or your Medicare Advantage plan will still need to pay the premium associated with Part B. Okay, Uh, and what about the final part then, Part D? 
Well, Tony, Part D is prescription drug coverage, and that's offered through private Medicare-approved private insurance companies. So every Medicare prescription drug plan has its own list of drugs, and that's called a formulary for, for which it will provide coverage. And a formulary is divided into, into different tiers according to their cost of drugs. So drugs on a lower tier generally have lower co-payments than the drugs on a higher tier would. And um, as Part C and D are provided by private insurance companies, companies, these monthly premiums for these policies depend on the extent of their coverage and can vary greatly between companies. And in this final segment, I I know that you'd like to talk about the prescription coverage gap and Medicare supplement coverage, because there are gaps in coverage uh, with Medicare, uh, with the different parts, especially the drug plan. So uh, while not official parts of Medicare, I know that a lot of people need uh, gap policies or supplemental coverage uh, to be part of their solution. So tell us more about that, that prescription coverage gap. All right, Tony. Well, like, like you mentioned in the last segment, we talked about parts C and D. And, and those are both provided by insurance companies. And the monthly premiums for these you know, can vary depending on the level of coverage and each company. However, you know, although those costs vary from plan to plan, the payment structure for Part D can often create a gap in your coverage, and and that's where that um, that coverage gap comes in. So, uh, essentially, you pay a monthly premium for your Part D all year long, and with most plans, you pay 100% of your drug costs until you you reach your deductible amount. And after your deductible, the cost of your drugs is split between you and your plan. Now, in, in 2019. Once you and your plan have spent $3,820 on covered drugs, you've entered into that coverage gap. And and now you'll have to pay 37% of the price of generic drugs and 25% of the price of brand name drugs. And you won't exit the coverage gap until you've spent out of pocket $5,100 on prescription drugs. And at that point, you will qualify for catastrophic coverage. And at, at this point, you'll only pay a small copayment or a percent for covered drugs for the rest of the year. Okay, that makes sense. How do people address that coverage gap then? Well, Tony, just like with the, any other insurance policy, there may be times when the Medicare plan you've chosen doesn't provide you with the coverage you need. And so to help limit those potential consequences, you can purchase a Medicare Supplement Insurance Policy, or commonly called Medigap, from a private insurance carrier to bridge potential holes in your coverage. A Medigap policy can be used to help pay for some of your health care costs like co-payments, co-insurance, and deductibles that original Medicare doesn't cover, or it can be used to provide you with coverage for services that aren't included in original Medicare, like international travel medical care. Well, and a Medicare or a Medigap policy can only be used in conjunction with original Medicare. We need to point that out because it can't be used with MedAdvantage. You know, whereas a Medicare Advantage plan provides you with Medicare benefits through private means, a Medigap policy is meant to complement your original Medicare coverage. And and just as its name implies, a Medigap policy is not standalone coverage. Instead, it's it's a way to cover some expenses that are not covered by original Medicare. And if you have original Medicare and choose to purchase a Medigap policy, 
Um, then your your Medicare policy will pay its Medicare approved portion for covered health care costs, and your Medigap policy will pay its share. So you know a Medigap policy won't provide you with impenetrable coverage because there are there are many services that the policies just won't cover. There's there's long term care, um, vision or dental care, hearing aids and glasses, and, and private duty nursing. These are things that don't get covered. So yeah. So uh, how much would a Medigap type policy set me back? Well, Tony, I'm sure you can guess because Medigap policies are offered through private insurance carriers, the cost and the extent of coverage can vary pretty greatly. Each insurance company determines its own premiums and many insurance companies charge a different premium for the identical coverage. So it's crucial to understand the method by which the insurance company prices or their term rates its Medigap policies because there are three ways to do so. So when you're shopping for a Medigap policy, it's not only important to make sure you're comparing policies that offer the same type of coverage, but also policies that have the same pricing because the way a Medigap policy is rated can profoundly impact your bottom line. And what are some of the different types of policies? Well, that's a great question too, Tony. Uh, Let's look at three different types of policies first. First, a Medigap policy that's community rated or or no age rated means a Medigap policy's premium is the same across the board regardless of the policyholder's age. So the monthly premium can can still go up, but if it does, it won't be an age-related increase. On the other hand, an issue age rated Medigap policy means that the monthly premium is determined by how old the policy holder is when they purchase that Medigap policy and will not increase with age. And an attained age rated Medigap policy means that monthly premium is based on the policyholder's current age and will increase as they get older. So you've got three different brackets there to look at. All right, that's great, Lori and Rob. As usual, our time has flown by. Is there anything you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, as you can see, both the cost and coverage of Medicare varies greatly. It depends on what kind of plan you select and the decisions you have to make in selecting that plan. Uh, Take some real time and some real digging and a financial professional to walk you through it to make sure you get it right the first time. So your health plan and coverage, as Lori said, needs to be as unique as you are. So we hope you found the information we gave you today informational and useful, but as with all things, you need to go do something with it. Otherwise, you just spent 30 minutes listening to us and had a nice time, but we Mm -hmm. didn't really accomplish anything. We didn't get you any closer to your financial goals. So give us a call at area code 937-552-9990. Take the action to schedule that no cost, no obligation, one hour consultation. Let's talk about your financial situation and learn how Medicare fits in for you. You can also look at the educational information that's out there on our website at outlookfc.com or on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take a look at this show again, listen to it again, listen to some of our other shows uh, by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And Tony, we'll say it every week, our goal is the same for all of our clients, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Well, and Tony, before you close out there, I just want to throw in a real shameless plug here. Um, this coming week on the 19th, we actually have a, um, a Medicare educational event that we're holding here in downtown Troy. It's going to be 6 o'clock um, at 
lunch at Four Main in downtown Troy on the 19th of November. And it's going to touch on quite a bit more than this program actually did because we've got some more time available to us. So uh, if, you've, if you've got more questions, come on out and listen to what we have to say and uh, take the opportunity to um, get your questions answered. All right, that sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Robert Nett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.